0: remember being down, like, 7-3 in the fifth game.
1: Turn that off for a second while I
2: think. <laughs> I was in uh,
3: London, England. I was uh, in the Navy.
4: Every memory I got from squash is great.
3: Will he hear this? I hope he does. He will, yeah.
2: Uh, can you turn that thing
3: off? <laughs> I'm James
5: Zug, and this is Outside the Glass. Outside the Glass is brought to you by squashproshop.com. Our source for equipment for racquetball, badminton, paddle tennis, and of course squash. They carry a great selection of squash equipment from all the top manufacturers at the lowest prices. Rackets and shoes, balls and bags, goggles and grips, they've got it all. And they offer fast and free shipping on orders over $25. For the best selection of prices and service on the internet, visit squashproshop.com. This month's episode of Outside the Glass is again about best wins and worst losses the third episode in our series and today we have a series of stories about match points winning match points and often losing match points losing matches uh, amazing comebacks amazing collapses everybody vividly remembers these uh, these days and i think you will too after listening We talked to Andres Vargas, Barb McGuire, Preston Quick, Jim Dawson, Mac McAndrew, and Larry Sconzo.
6: Your worst loss in your career? My worst loss um, has to be 2011 Pan American Games in Guadalajara, Mexico. I was playing with Javier Castilla. He's probably a couple of years older than me from Colombia, coached out in uh, at the field club for a couple of years. So he, he's a good teammate of mine. We thought um, we had a, good, a pretty good seating, and we were playing Paraguay in the quarters, which means if we beat them, we're already Pan-American medalists, right? Um, Paraguay hasn't had a strong record of, gold medals or silver medals in, in squash, so I think we, we went overconfident to the match. And uh, we won the first game, but it was close, so we got a little nervous. Second game, we lost. Now at this point we're getting nervous, of course, because I mean, we can't lose to Paraguay. It's two out of three. It's two out of three. So
5: This is uh, the final game.
6: This is the final game, yeah. Um, and you play to 11 sudden death. In my mind, you played win by two, but ten all in the third game. Sudden death. Sudden death. I wasn't aware of a sudden death, so I go for a cross court and I hit the tin. Wh- which f- wall are you playing? I was playing right wall, uh, so I hit the tin at ten all in the third game to win or to at least make the top four uh, the Pan American Games and get a get a bronze get a medal, medal for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I,
5: did you think that the next point was going
6: to happen? That yeah, you, so when they celebrated it, I said, well, hold on. It's only 11-10. Yeah, and they said, no, it's sudden death. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's by far my worst loss. Um, I've had a couple of other ones where I've been 10-3 down, 10-3 up and lost, but, but it's not as significant as that one, yeah.
5: What about your best win?
6: Um... I guess at, at any athlete's career, there's a couple of wins that are turning points. So my first turning point was in 2003, I believe, South American Junior Championships. Um, I won the event and I had never been one of the top juniors in the country. So I started playing when I was 10 or so. and. Uh, there were kids that had been playing for 2 or 3 years so i was always trying to catch up with them and it was not until i was 16 that i started beating all of them mm. um so when i was by the time i was 18 i was able to be well, the best one in south america so that was the first one um and then there's been gratifying wins so challenge matches at trinity were very gratifying um like which one the closest, to, so whoever you were the closest with, so Randy Lim, Supreet Singh, Parth Sharma, Manik, all of those guys. Um, so whenever you played them, you played all out. And I think that's, that mattered the most. I mean, it was just a challenge match. But, right. um,
5: but they, uh, it was more important in a way than, than a regular match. Yeah. You really wanted to win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: That's the one that stuck with me the most, the 2003 South American Championship Bart McGuire from Frisco, Colorado. Yeah,
5: where's Frisco, Colorado? I mean, I know where it is,
1: but let's tell our audience. Frisco is about half a mile and five million dollars east of Vail.
5: Do people think uh, when you say Frisco, they think you're actually trying to say San Francisco?
1: Yeah, sure they do. But uh, yeah. but then I say I live at nine thousand feet elevation, and they say that might not be San Francisco.
5: And it snows a little bit. It snows
1: a little bit. Yeah. Uh,
5: so Bart, tell us your best squash win and your f- worst squash. Loss. Oh my lord.
1: You turn that off for a sec while well, I think for a minute. <laughs> Best squash win probably was in the U.S. Nationals, I think in the 60s with John Osborne and I, and we beat Tom Poor and Lenny Bernheimer 18 17 in the fifth game. That was fun. Ozzy hit a, a shot that he hadn't hit all day and it just left everyone flat footed. What kind of shot was it? Uh, he hits a Sidewall, front wall, all the time from the forehand side. And as he was setting up to hit it, Lenny Bernheimer's running up into the center of the court, waiting gleefully for it, and he hit it straight down the wall.
5: Wow. Wow. That's exciting. What about your worst loss? Oh, my goodness. There have been so many, I just can't pick any out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're here with Preston Quick. Preston, tell us about your. Worst loss ever in squash?
0: Um, that's a tough one. I I usually don't remember those.
5: Really? See, it's funny. Most people, there's like a psychological thing. I'm sure somebody has, has talked about this, but everybody remembers their failures more than their successes. And they remember so many squash players remember like the worst thing that happened, like, Oh, that loss, you know, I was up to love and, and, uh, and they have a harder time remembering the successes, like the great wins. Do you remember a really great win? Like what's your favorite win of all time?
0: Um, I've had a couple and, uh, you know, I feel like I've beaten some people that probably should never have beaten. And those aren't the ones that I remember the most. I actually remember the ones, for some reason, The coming back from the edge of defeat <laughs> or l- literally saving match points and, and turning around the match. And so those are the ones I remember. And I've got... I've got one, one particular one in singles um, against Damian Mudge, and it was actually in Grand Central uh, during the, it was before the finals of the, of the main event. Right. This was a teaching pro event. And we were playing uh, point of rally to nine. This is before they changed the scoring. And just to make it sure it was a quick match, and uh, I lost the first two games. It was down eight, I think 8-5 in the third. Won that so one he had ten, a whole eight. bunch of match points. I was down 8-5 or 8-6 in the fourth, won that one 10-8, and was it the same score in the fifth, was down 8-5, and won that one 10-8 in the fifth.
5: So you saved, like, a dozen match points.
0: Yeah. In in three different games to win the match in, in five. And it, it, it sort of felt even better. You know, it was Damien was in home, home turf, and, you know, the crowd was always behind him. So it was uh, – um, it was definitely a, a, meant a lot that to be able to, to do that on that on that sort of stage.
5: What about the the match against Julian uh, in the finals, where you 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 saved match points
0: I, I in the finals
5: of the of the national singles of the, the actually against
0: Damian Walker. So and, what happened uh, then? uh back? This was. Uh, the not point of rally scoring, but um, it was to fifteen. Uh, no, to nine. To nine. To nine, and uh, yeah, I was down. Uh, I remember being down like seven three in the fifth game, and and it was the first time I'd actually gone five of them. And uh, he was, I can remember thinking to myself like, gosh, how how am I ever gonna get to nine? Like it's like I just really can't believe I'm gonna have to do that. And um, uh, he uh, he had. He ended up getting match balls. He was up eight three, and I managed to claw my way back and won that one 10-8 in the fifth. So it's um, someone else mentioned this to me. It's, I actually didn't have to win nine points; I should win ten to, to win that match uh, in that last game. So right, that's good.
5: And so he he had a when he was serving, he had a couple match balls at different times yeah, during the
0: more more than one. Um, and the
5: expectation in that match was that he was going to win easily, right? Yeah. yeah. So so when yeah. you're Going into the fifth game, were you like, "Oh, I'm so glad I've gotten this far," or were you like, "Hey, I could win it, and that makes me nervous, or that makes me excited?" Like, what was your emotion that last you know, game?
0: It, it wasn't until I got to the fifth that I was like, "I could win this," and then it was a little bit of a letdown in the middle. Then all of a sudden, I found myself down, right. you know, significantly. I'm like, "Well, this is I'm I'm one game away. Like, this this is my chance." And um, fortunately, I was you know just enough. <laughs> were you emotionally exhausted, physically exhausted? Like- I was uh, both, and uh, it was actually the same weekend that uh, two nights two days before we were my sister and my family we were all in a car accident in Hartford, right. and my sister had to pull out, and so it was actually like, really emotional because we were all you know glad glad to, glad to be up. alive. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's right.
5: that was yeah. the same weekend. Yeah. And that was the second national singles you won or the first.
0: That was the first one. That was the first one. That was your first yeah. title. And it off. was at Trinity, which, you know, was pretty right. special for me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um,
5: so you don't really remember any bad losses? No. I'm still... There was I'm one against paying. Julian that went to five, then he won in five in the, in the finals of the SLG. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but I'd that wasn't a bad loss?
0: Yeah. And to me, those aren't, you know... Julian should have been beating me long, long before he was. So. How, about <laughs> the, how, about, how about the
5: national doubles just this
0: winter? uh double match point yeah i mean that's certainly disappointing but uh, again like those guys were they were a good team and, yeah you know we had a great match and uh, you know yeah it would be nice to win that last point but it wasn't a horrible loss so i mean
5: the thing you <laughs> dwell on that last point you're right? always like if yeah. only that happened right but like of course you have to look at the whole match oh. and the whole tournament and
0: yeah. oh, absolutely say so, like and we did well know, to get that far absolutely and and yes it you would have liked to win that last one, but there were so many in the middle that, you know, you, you make a silly air, you hit one ball out of the back of the court, and you look back and you're like, that was pretty important.
5: <laughs> yeah, right. It's like guys in golf where they're, you know, on Thursday afternoon they miss a putt, but it, you know, sort of comes back to haunt them in a way on Sunday afternoon. If, Absolutely. If
4: Jim Dawson, Bluffton, South Carolina, formerly of New Jersey.
5: Formerly of Wilmington.
4: Formerly of Wilmington, Delaware, correct.
5: What's your best squash win and your worst
4: squash loss? Worst loss, doubles at the Berwyn Racquet Club in 1981 playing against Skip and Vince LaSpina. My partner was Gaetano Cipriano and we had a match point and yours truly buried a roll corner in, into the tin, and we lost.
5: My best win was that in a tournament, or it the a, nationals, or it the was a
4: tournament. Oh, yeah. It was a tournament. Oh, yeah. uh, some it was yeah, you know, it was a local Philadelphia tournament thirty years ago. Uh, best win, wow, might have been. When I was a C player in Wilmington, Delaware back in the late 1970s, playing in a Philadelphia league match uh, down at uh, Atlantic City, Haddon Hall played a fellow by the name of Jim Copsey who wore black high top basketball sneakers. and. He was a grinder, he, he, he wasn't a squash player, he was just a guy who got on a court and just grinded it out, hit the ball hard, run and so forth, and obviously he was a pretty good athlete. But he was, he was the man down in central New Jersey squash at the time, or, no, in and, uh, and, and the C-League in Philadelphia at the time, this is 1977. And here I am, i just started playing, I've only played about three years, so we're in this tournament down in the, uh, down Atlantic City, Describe like, well, the so, so. describe the club. Well, I was at the, as I, if I recall, it was in the top floor of the Haddon Hall Hotel. The fourteenth floor, fourteenth floor, seventeenth floor, something like that. <laughs> and so, uh, the the uh, the preamble to the match was that I had no chance to win this match. I had no chance. I, the guy was just going to beat me into the ground. Big, physical, got in your way. So, I, well, I said, okay, you know, it'd be a big good experience for me. So we anyway, go. I start grinding away. I lose the first two games. Then I win the next three, just grinding out. I, I got into his head because I, li- I got every ball back, and I was just basically hitting the ball up and down the wall, running it down, hitting cross court, and so forth. I, and I got in his head because there was nothing that he could do that I couldn't retrieve. And I think I think the final score was like 15-12 in the fifth or something like that. But that's that's one that comes sticks to mind, and that's you know almost
3: 40 years ago.
5: Okay, tell us your name, where you're from.
3: Matthew McAndrew, New York City.
5: Does anybody actually call you Matthew?
3: My parents and my grandmother.
5: (laughs) (laughs) What does your wife call you?
3: Uh, Mac attack.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I've been asking everybody this question, and it's actually very interesting and bump into you. What is your best squash win and your worst squash loss? We'll just start with the win, because I know what we're going to talk about for the loss.
3: Best squash win was probably over Sam Halpert in the RNT Club Championships. Wow. Yes, he Maybe. constantly reminds me that he was a Harvard squash player, yes, and this was a nice win for Hobart over Harvard. What was the score of the match? It was uh, a five-setter, and I th- I think it went to 1210 in the fifth wow thank you wow will he hear this i hope he does uh, he will yeah
5: sam are you listening <laughs>
3: all right so uh if, and the favorite? losses there are too many to count so tell me about the match with james stout then that was
5: more than a loss that was like just the best that was the most amazing match you've ever been involved with right
3: it was i would have to say yes uh we played to 100. I began with a 98 to 0 lead.
5: He only gets score points when he was serving.
3: That is correct. And you only get score points when you were serving. Same way. Yeah. The referees for that match were the pro staff at the RNT who had significant monies wagered on their guy. There were some questionable calls, some gets that I don't think James made. But at that well, point, but was given, but was given at that point, I was delirious.
5: How many people were watching?
3: I would say there were probably 50 people.
5: Was that the biggest match you've ever played in terms of the audience?
3: Possibly, unless there were some doubles matches with more people, but they weren't there to watch me. And it was a it was a devastating loss. It was in September. I wasn't able to walk normally uh, for probably four weeks afterwards. Pulled every muscle in my body. Uh, how, I, how
5: long did the match last? It
3: lasted an hour uh, and 20 minutes straight. There were no breaks. And I scored my first point at 37. He had won 37 points when I won my first point. So you so got he the served. Serve. Yeah. Uh, won a point and And had match point. Had match point. Subsequently, had probably 10 match points until they called it. Uh-huh. I think if you ask James, he'll say it was one of the top. Oh, I
5: asked him yesterday. And he said it was one of the most amazing things he's ever done. <laughs> of course, he, he was giving lessons
3: the next day. <laughs> <laughs> that would be probably the worst loss of my life. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. I think I've put it, in a, put it in a compartment in the back of my brain. Yeah. Where I don't think about it That'd often. Be
2: incredible. Larry Sconzo from Cambridge, in New York. Where's Cambridge, New York? About 20 miles directly east of Saratoga Springs. Okay, Larry, tell me your best squash victory in your career. Wow. Uh, believe it or not, it was 1977, and I won the Met D in New York, and it was 132 players. And in that tournament, there were some players like David Boyum, a bunch of young kids who were in it, and I was already in my 30s. That was, to me, winning the world championship, winning the Met D of New York City. Do you remember who you played in any of the matches? Or? I do. I beat uh, Kip Gould in the semifinals, and I beat... Uh, George Purnell in the finals and George had beaten David Boyum in the other semi and what was
5: the score with you and George or was it I tight? think it was
2: 3-1 so nice. that was a pretty amazing feat for me wow what was your worst loss ever my worst loss ever was in the national softball that took place out in Seattle Washington 99 I, I, I was more m- earlier he, It was earlier, it was earlier. In any event, I was in that match and I was up two games to love and up eight love in the third and I lost the match. I don't remember who beat me. I was blown away, it never happened to me, ever before. So, that ended my career (laughs) in softball, softball. (laughs) so. Two love, eight love. Two love, eight love. What happened? I don't know. I don't know. I just couldn't hit the ball. It was one of those things, as if somebody had grabbed my arm and said, "You can't do this anymore." You're done. So, and it was embarrassing because I had some business friends who came to watch me, and they watched me go from the top of the heap to the pits of disaster. I mean, it was pathetic. So that's that's, that's what happened to me. I wish I. Wow. Well, now you can remember guys you beat sometimes, but you don't remember. You blank
5: I, out who you lost to.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you one other quick story. D-League, C-League in the 70s, and I'm playing number one on the team. And who comes in? I was undefeated. And who comes in but this guy? might have been the Ds. Who comes in but this guy fresh out of college named Kip Gould? So my part was at Fifth Avenue Racquet Club. And my Teammates are watching this guy warm up and he said, oh, Scott, you are doomed. You see the way this guy hits the ball? And they go upstairs and look down and here's this guy whacking. So I beat him three love and we've been best friends ever since. So so, uh, I'll never forget that match. It was crazy. I thought I was doomed, but I had it. So Kip could beat a lot of guys I couldn't beat. He could never beat me. Why, Why couldn't he beat you? I just my style of play and maybe it was in his brain, you know. He just uh, I got everything and I frustrated the hell out of him. So it's good news that we're still good friends great all these years. Great friends, yeah. 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 Yep.
5: Outside the glass would like to thank SquashProshop.com and Grant Irving, who has never blown a match point while working on Outside the Glass.